0: Mm -hmm. Oh, my fault. I was inspired to do some laundry after watching the way the Heat folded tonight. Crazy. But I'm just playing. We're going to start with the Lakers. The Heat folded. They did not come ready to play at all. But I'm not going to get on them too hard. They did great game this far. And it's only right after winning the championship, we praise the winning team and all the guys that got him there and how it happened. LeBron, he hooped. Simple. Last game, he was spraying all those threes. He was unstoppable from three-point. I was talking about they needed to run him off the three-point line the way he was spraying. This game, he said, all right, them threes weren't enough. I'm going to do what I can do every night. I'm getting to that rack, and I'm finishing. I'm bulldozing. I'm elbowing Jay out my way, and I'm getting my lay, So I can eat my chip. The Lay's chip. Simple. One of his best series of his career. At least finals-wise. i say the ones he's won is probably second best after the Warriors won. Shouldn't have gone this far against that team, that Heat team. Most likely, the way his team was stacked with him and AD, and the way the Heat was missing Goran and Bam, it probably should have been out in five. But it's not his fault. He's been hooping, and tonight he was just not being stopped. This is going to go down as one of his best Finals performances. AD this whole series. Defense, some of the best. Some of the best you could see. People do not want to shoot the ball around that man. He's just great at staying vertical and knowing when to go for the block. You see guards get into the lane. You see Gorin, who could barely move. You see Kendrick Nunn. And you see Hero get into the lane. And they get layup opportunities. But Anthony Davis comes up. Oh, Bam, you take it. I don't want no parts of this. And you see Bam, who's usually great around the rim, smoking some lays and some donksman ADs around him. That's the biggest example of real-life Intimidator I've ever seen. If you ever play 2K and you've got someone you're going against that's in Hall of Fame Intimidator, it's going to make you mad the way your player's going to smoke layups just by them being near. It feels unrealistic. Nobody's like that in real life where he's near and he's just making me miss. Somehow, Anthony Davis is like that. People are not hitting, Wanda. Anthony Davis. I don't... I don't think the way he plays offensively and his mentality, he's ever going to be the best player on a championship team. I think he has that skill. He has the ability. He has the ability defensively, the ability offensively to crash glass, do some post-ups, hit some tough middies, tough tough jumpers. He's got it all to be the best player on a championship team. But I think really he's suited as the second best player, just or even like the 1B. It's not a criticism. It's just that he needs another guy to go with him that can, that can take control of things because he's just not always that assertive. But when he is the second option, oh man, there's not much you can do with him. When you got two players you got to worry about doubling, man, it's tough. And you go right down the line. Danny Green, he's not been good these playoffs, but he hasn't been as bad as y'all Lakers fans want to say. He's missed some shots. He missed a huge shot last game. I got him on a little bit, but that wasn't a big focus for me because I didn't think it was the biggest problem for them. The biggest problem with that with that play was that Marquise Morris was out there and threw the ball out of bounce. Danny Green has had clutch moments his whole career. He's been a winner. Everywhere he goes, he's won a, t- won a title. Same thing with Braun. Same thing with Danny Green. Danny Green hasn't been the leader on those teams. But he's been an impact player, winning for the Spurs, the Raptors, and now the Lakers. And some of y'all sending him death threats, sending his wife death threats. I don't know what's wrong with these Lakers fans. I don't know if it's Lakers fans or if it's Braun fans that are going crazy about Danny Green. And then the regular season going crazy at KCP. Yeah, these guys aren't the best role players. Yeah, they they could still upgrade. But they've never been that bad. They've been okay, average NBA players. And KCP, he's been an average NBA player. But this series, he's been pretty good. He's probably been mediocre for the whole year. He probably hasn't even been average in his Lakers time. But this series, they needed him to do what he's done. I don't think they would have won, I think, Game 4 if it wasn't for his, what, 17-point performance? Whatever it was, he's been getting bucks enough He's been giving them what they needed, and he's a good defender. He played some good defense on Donkey, even though he was hitting some threes on him. He was right in his face. He does a good job sticking with him. And then Vogel taking Dwight out of the starting lineup and putting in Caruso. It was needed. I was telling y'all last pod, I don't know what Dwight was doing out there. He was just trying to be some type of enforcer and just trying to hack people. He wasn't even trying to play basketball. You had to get him out of there. He hasn't been able to be having a good impact for pretty much the whole series. And having four four uh, shooters around AD is what's needed. In today's NBA, Anthony Davis is pretty much a center for the majority of the time. That's what he should be. It's You should have one rim protector, one rim protecting post-up, and get space the floor big, seven foot basically, and then four shooters around him. And Caruso... Not a great shooter, but he can hit them. And defensively, he makes plays. He hustles. He gets in those lanes like Tori. You could call him Tori the way he gets in the lanes. He's what they needed. These role plays around Braun. Individually, around Braun and AD. Individually, none of them have been very good. Together, they've just been okay. But they've been enough. For the competition they faced... And for the greatness LeBron's shown and how well AD's played, they've done enough. They haven't had to be good. They definitely haven't had to be great. They've just had to have their moments. But talking about someone that was great tonight, Rajan Rondo, Rajon. That man might be a Hall of Famer at this point. It's crazy because at least half of his career, he's been an average NBA player. Basically, since he's left the Celtics. That man Rajon Rondo, he gave us a regular season scare last game. He showed you he looked like regular season Rondo. And then tonight he was right back to playoff Rondo. Came out aggressive, attacking that cup, giving him Lays, Diamond, playing good defense, and he actually started hitting a couple threes again. He came through again, looked like that playoff Rondo we've seen. I don't know if I've seen anything like this where someone goes from average regular season player and then every single year Gets to the playoffs, and they're just a whole nother level. He's been probably, I would say, throughout these playoffs, he's been their third best player. If you take taking the whole thing after Bron and AD, he's been great. He's been what they needed. Last game, he let none none take over that role a little bit for the Heat, and he outplayed Rondo off the bench. Rondo wasn't having that tonight. Distributing, Diamond, taking him to the hoop, all of that. Great performance from the Raging Rondo. And then keep going down. Coos was trash for pretty much the whole finals. I think he had one good game. He was Cheeks. I'll be interested to see what type of contract he gets in the offseason because I wouldn't pay him that much. I'm I'm guessing he'll get like ten million a year or something like that. But they did not need Kuz for this run at all. It's crazy. Everyone was talking about they need him to be the third guy. Um, Skip's been talking about he's their closer. Braun and AD, not their closer. When it comes down to it, Kuzma's going to be taking those shots. Kuz ain't going to be on the floor, my man. Them shots are going to be Braun and AD if it gets down to it. Or if he gets flustered and swarmed, it'll go out to a Danny Green. Kuz, he's been pretty cheeks. He hasn't been stepping up for these finals. And then, who else played Markeith Morris. He did his job, hitting enough wide open threes. That's all he That's all I gave him. That's all they really needed. He got bullied by Jimmy Butler when he got put in ISOs. He was he was flustered and threw a lot of bounds at the end of the game. He shouldn't have been out there. But when he got wide open threes, he hit them. And he's tall enough to to not be a cost fest too much on defense, except for when he gets put on Jimmy Butler, he'll get cooked. Besides that, he hit his open threes. That's all I needed from him. The way to play your role and get yourself a ring, man. And the last player I'm going to really mention here, Dwight. You played Cheeks this series, but you were you were an impact player for, again, last year against the Nuggets, taking them out in five. You got on Yoke's head a little bit. The way you didn't get in the Heat's head, Jimmy was going right back at you and you were out of there. But you had an impact against the Nuggets, and I'm just glad to see you win a ring. People love hating on Dwight too much. That man's had a great career, first ballot Hall of Famer. Should have had an MVP. I think the year Derrick Rose won, he should have won it. I'll go back and look at the stats closer, make sure I'm right when I say that. But when I looked at it, I'm pretty sure he should have won that MVP. Regardless, defense player of the year multiple times. Best center in the league for a long time. That man was a beast. And he has never been bad. Since he left Magic, he had that back injury with the Lakers. He was still fine for them. He was still good for them. Everyone in Lakers wanted to hate on him because they expected MVP Dwight Dwight to come and didn't want to give him an excuse for basically breaking his back and playing through it. Me? I'd give him all the credit for playing through that and still being a good player and being in the playoffs playing when Kobe's down, Steve Nash has been hurt. He's just gotten too much blame throughout his career. And he's gone from team to team and he's been a good performer. I don't know what goes on in these locker rooms. Maybe he has a cancer in the locker room. I don't see it. I haven't seen any examples really. I mean, he's had a couple media things where he hasn't looked the best, but nothing to me where I would say I wouldn't want him on my team. He seems like a fun guy, a little maybe a little too goofy, this stuff like that. But overall, that man gets too much hate, and I'm glad to see him get a get a ring. He's been go- he's been good for his whole career. He's never been bad, even on these teams the past years even when they weren't good. He was giving them double dubs every night. Glad to see him get a ring and make an impact on the way. Not these finals, but in the conference finals he played well. And for the Lakers, overall, we look at this journey they've endured. You could argue it's one of the easiest paths to the finals ever. You could argue the KD Warriors because of just how much talent they had. And how lesser talent everyone else was, but if you don't compare their team to other teams, the best team they played was the Heat on the way. They got to avoid the Clippers. Teams had injuries. The Heat had injuries. It was the easiest path to the finals. But you can't take that away too much when you talk about legacy and comparing to other people's finals. Sure, you're gonna have to take into account that the Heat didn't have it all. Heat didn't have other players. They got to avoid the Clippers. Players had in- guys had injuries, but they could only beat who they had in front of them, and they did that. And Braun played spectacular doing it. The way they won tonight, previously I was saying, if the Heat didn't have injuries, it's looking like they would win. They would have won the series. Just the fact that it got to six without it, with the injuries. If they didn't have injuries, you would have to assume that Bam never going down and Drajic not being out for the series, that, that could swing at two games. That's your second and third best players. So it, you could definitely see, especially going into this game, that he didn't have those guys hurt. might have been Heat in six. But this game, for me at least, it did a good job in kind of spelling that and that when it came down to it, when it really, really came down to and they had to win, Bron was going to make sure Hate to say it, but I think if everyone was healthy, probably would have been Lakers in seven. It's possible he would have won six. Your second and third best players going down is nothing to just shrug off. It was huge, and they definitely could have won it in six. Logically, just looking at how the fact it got to six with your second and third best players gone, you would have to think if they were there, they would have won it. But you can't. You can't do that. Because you could say the same thing for when Le- one of LeBron's losses. He took the Warriors to six. He lost. KD, not KD, Kevin Love and Kyrie were out. You could say if they were there, they might have won. But they weren't there. And the Warriors beat them. It goes both ways. LeBron lost one where his second and third best players were, were out. And now he's won one where the other team's second third best players were out. So usually it's just gonna all balance out. And LeBron, he's balanced some great teams in his career and been in some great positions. And I think about that a lot when I think about where he ranks all the time. I think about the fact that, you know, he went to the Heat, joined a super team, one probably the first player constructed super team we've ever seen were three all stars, two superstars, arguably the two best players in the game at that time, went and joined on the same team. We never seen anything like that, and the fact that they only got two out of four, I sometimes hold that against them. But he still got two rings there, and then he left, and he waited for the Cavs to to gain some nice high draft picks and get some great talent in there, and then he went back home, and then he was set up perfectly to have a run there, and then he left, went to the Lakers. They weren't perfectly set up, but they had some great young pieces that he could see they could probably trade. And they got it for an AD, and since then, this year, they've been in a great position. So he's put himself in some great positions throughout his career. He's done it himself. He's moved team to team, and he's done it. And some people might hold that against him. I'm sure they will. They'll say he went to the Heat, and Ray Allen saved him, and he played with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. And then he went back home with Kyrie and then they got Kevin Love he has had super teams his whole career since he left the Cavs the first time but the way you gotta think about it is all the other great players of all time Kareem when, went to the Bucks had, played with Oscar Robertson. then he went to the Lakers and played with Magic Johnson and James Worthy and then MJ didn't have a great team his first few years and then he got Scotty in there and then they got Dennis Rodman in there. And they got great role players like Kukoc and Cur to hit the shot. And Horace Grant, who was a borderline all-star. He had himself a great team. Larry Bird got to the Celtics, one of the best organizations. Kevin McHale with him. Robert Parrish. All that. LeBron just wasn't fortunate enough to get drafted to one of those teams. The team he got drafted to was Chiefs. And when he was there, they didn't win a finals, but... He did his part carrying them there. Go watch that, that Pistons series, or that Pistons game, where he scored something like 29 points of twenty nine straight points for the Cavs. There was 27 out of 29. I need to go check up myself exactly. Against Tayshaun Prince and those boys, that man was taking it all for himself, playing with Mo Williams, Boozer, and just a bunch of not even good role players. So it's an internal thing where it's like he's put himself on these great situations, but the guys when guys that he was that he's going up against all the time, they just happen to be in them, be in them naturally, and you can't put him against them for putting them taking it upon himself and not being looked at as one of these guys that didn't get enough rings because they just didn't have good teams. And now we got to get to where LeBron's gonna be all time after this. I've t- I turned off the TV as soon as the game is over, so I could get this pot out quick as possible. So I'm, but I'm assuming they're giving him the MVP trophy right now. Clearly deserved it, and even if he didn't, and it was close, they were gonna give it to him because just the storyline behind it all. They were just gonna give it to LeBron if it was close, and I don't even think it was very close. I think LeBron clearly deserved the MVP. And continuing with that, another MVP on his on his uh, resume. You got to look at where he'd be all time. Before this, I wasn't mad at those guys that would have him seven, six, eight, because there's so many great players of all time. That's what I say to people that get mad at. It's like, I, before this, I would say, I can't be mad at anyone that has magic over LeBron. I can't. Even Larry Bird. I don't have Larry Bird over LeBron, but I could see it, kind of. For me, He's definitely on the Mount Rushmore now. I got him top three. I got him with Kareem and MJ. And now, I'm not a LeBron fan. It's not the easiest to say. But I can't be mad at anyone that has him as the best of all time. I still don't. I still got MJ and Kareem slightly ahead of him, But I can't be mad. There's It's close. It's slight. The way I, the reason I give Kareem an edge because I know a lot of people aren't going to give Kareem the edge. People don't want to talk about Kareem. The way the reason I give Kareem the edge is people sleep on him because he's not he's not a player that's out there. He's not most likable. He's never been flashy. People a lot of people just don't like him. He hasn't he doesn't have the most exciting game. Just sky hooks. People aren't trying to play like Kareem. People don't wear his shoes, people don't watch his highlights and try to emulate that. There's no players, basically since he's came in, that have modeled the game up to Kareem. And so many have tried to be like Mike, and I'm sure so many will try to be like Braun. But even saying that, you've got to look at Kareem's career. That man played four years in college. So when you think about his NBA accomplishments, you got to take into the fact that everyone was playing college back then, and that takes away some years he would have had dominating the NBA. And he dominated college like no player ever has when he was in college. Then he went to the NBA. Five MVPs, six rings. Just that right there. You think that's got to be the best player of all time? As many rings as Mike, five MVPs, most most points ever scored, and having played four years in college and being the best college player of all time. I won't put him best. I won't put him best of all time, because. He still needed someone giving the ball. And he was a great defender, but he wasn't an all-time defender. He wasn't the best big all-time defensively. And by the end, when he was getting those getting those rings and still being a good impact player, by the end of his career, he just didn't have it in to be a great defender. So I've got him number two. But still, six rings, five MVPs, in four years less than Braun could have had because he back then everyone was going to college. I've just got to still put him above Bron. Bron could move past him. Bron could move past him. He's got some years left. Let him get another really impressive ring. And I changed some things. But I've got him number two. And then MJ, just the fact that he never crumbled does it for me. LeBron still, he'll always have the Maverick series. Where he just crumbled in the NBA Finals. He scored eight points. Not in the fourth quarter. Not in the second half. In a whole Finals game. You know what the least points MJ's ever scored in the finals? I did my homework. 22. The least MJ's ever scored. LeBron scored eight in that Mavericks finals. In the finals where you could, where if it was on the Cavs and they were just triple teaming and his other players couldn't hit it, okay, that's fine. But in the finals where he had plenty of other players to take the pressure off of him. He had Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, role players, shooters, and he just crumbled. Zone Zone had J.J. Bray and guys like that on him at times, and he just wasn't ready for the moment. And as much as he's completely redeemed himself, that shouldn't be a main thing people talk about when they talk about LeBron. It shouldn't be one of the first things you talk about. But when you have to compare him to Michael Jordan, you've got to split these hairs, you got to talk about when LeBron's failed. And MJ, just the fact that he's 6-for-6 six six in the finals. You could say, oh, but losing before then's... So that's better than to you than getting to the finals and losing? If there was a series where Michael Jordan completely crumbled in the playoffs and his team was supposed to win, sure, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. But there wasn't. The one you could maybe say is when they lost to the Magic, but that was when he just came back, short end year. He wasn't back in basketball shape. From what I wasn't there watching, obviously, but from what I've looked at, what I've seen, there was never a series like that where Michael just was supposed to win, he had the more talented team, and he just played horribly he had a game where he scored eight points and just throughout the whole series he played badly and braun played badly, not just he played badly for LeBron. he played bad for an NBA player in that finals at, at least in that that game three I think we scored eight, and for the most of it he played like a not great NBA player and Mike, just the fact that he's done it, he did it six for six, not a bad moment, played great in all those finals and had good competition, Malone-Stockton. Not amazing, not Warriors competition. You know, people will say you didn't have to go against Warriors. Sure, if LeBron had won that one against the Mavericks and he lost those Warriors ones, I'd probably have to give it to him. But I've got to give it to accomplishments and what they did on the floor. I can't just give it to, you know, regular season to regular season, talent, ability, just numbers that they rack up. Because, again, with the, with the college things, LeBron's going to end up having – The most points, everything Because of durability And because he never had to go to college He never did go to college Before they instituted one and and done And it was after When it was just assumed Everyone was going to college For three or four years So he got lucky in terms of being in that era Where where people that just look at NBA stuff He's going to be able to benefit off of that But All that being said Because I know LeBron fans That want to have him go Are going to take this as some negative LeBron talk All that said, he's definitely on the Mount Rushmore now. And I don't think you could take that as hate if you have him that high. Top three. Not even just Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore was four. I have him clearly 100% my top three. And this is a guy that isn't a LeBron fan. And I'm not mad at you if you have him number one. That's just the reason I have him number three. And his career is still going. I have an open mind. My mind is always open to things. I'll never just count something out, just decide on something. LeBron... He's at least got another good year, Great, at least has another great LeBron year left in him. He probably has two or three, and if he wants, he probably has six or seven good years in the NBA left. He can do a lot of things still. He has a lot of time left. He can move up, but I've got him top three now. And this finals helped that case. wasn't the most impressive finals in terms of opponent and the fact that they didn't get him down in four and five, but his performance... It did move him up, especially the last two games, closing it out. He's definitely gone clutch at this point of his career. No doubt about it. And lastly for the Lakers, I'm just going to say it's too early for me to talk about what this series is really going to do for Anthony Diaz's career and winning this ring. It's great for him to get a ring. It's great to see that he could do it. But I don't think – I can't put him in any all-time conversation yet. It'll move him into an all-time power forward conversation. Not for being the best. Well being in the conversation when people talk about great power forwards. But right now, it's too early. He was the second best player. He played he played great. But he hasn't shown they could be the best player. And he's just got a lot of time left in his career for me for that for me. Got a lot to show they could stay healthy, you know, be even do it again, or one time do it as the best player. Stuff like that. So I don't really want to get to what he's done all the time yet. And I know y'all probably wanted me to talk about Kobe and stuff. And winning it for him. That's great. Um, you know, they were talking about the Mamba jerseys. Do it for Kobe. You know, it's a great, good storyline. But I've heard it all year. And at this point, it's just like... It's a tragedy. I don't... He's gone. I don't think... You know, winning the, winning the finals, you know, I'm sure he'd be proud and all that. But at the end of the day... I don't think it does anything for, you know, he's gone. It doesn't do anything to bring him back. You know, his life is gone. His life was bigger than basketball. So winning the finals for Kobe, to me, it's just, I don't know. I don't I don't see it as ha- having him, his life as a whole, and then just winning one basketball series for him. It's just, I don't know. To me, that storyline just doesn't click with me that much. You know, that's just my thoughts about it, but we'll move past it because I don't really, I don't know, that just doesn't click with me that much. Great for y'all if it makes you happy and he'd probably be proud of whatever. But no, i gone gone my Laker talk out. Gave y'all, all you Bron fans, your LeBron talk because I know if I came in here talking about the game and the heat and all that, y'all would be calling me a hater, y'all would get mad. But we got to talk about what happened in the game. As great as LeBron played, all that. The Heat, what I said at the beginning, y'all did fold. That was bad. Y'all deserve credit. No one thought you would get this far. People thought when Bam and Korn got down and after that Game 1 blowout, they thought it was over, that it was going to be done 4 or 5, just give the Lakers a trophy. wasn't that easy. You got a couple wins off of them. And Jimmy, those two wins, you played legendary. And that's why I still can't go crazy on y'all for this performance, even though this performance was pathetic. Was horrible. It was atrocious. I can't get on y'all too much. Y'all just clearly treated Game Five like Game Seven, and y'all had to to get that win. At least Jimmy, I know you did. Over bent over the table, and after and watching the press pe- pe- the press conference the next day where you were limping off, my th- my thought was, I don't know how this guy's gonna come back out and give another performance like that because that's what they needed, and they needed it two more times. And he played forty-seven minutes, left it all out there. Did had to do to win that game? And he clearly had nothing left in his tank tonight. And no one really seemed to for the Heat. Jimmy came out there, didn't look look to attack. Give him the pass because he's played so amazing in their two wins, and just to get just to get this far, and that fact that he just dominated two days ago and played forty-seven minutes. You can't give him too much slack for. Or flag, Whatever the word is. you you got to cut him some slack for not going crazy tonight. But Hero, you've been bad this series. And my original Hero takes that. I didn't like him. I didn't think he was all that good. He might have to come back and play a little bit. I'm He'll be a good NBA player. He'll score his points. He'll have big moments against, I think, probably like lesser teams for the most part. But he's still a rookie, and he's had great moments. So... Heat fans, you should definitely be excited for him in the future. He might be an all-star in his career. He'll probably have clutch moments. But he looked horrible tonight. Oh my god. Eventually, the whole Heat team looked horrible. But for about the first quarter, for me, it was just hero. Horrible passes, horrible decision-making, pass-up layups to kick it out, turnovers, terrible defense, getting a weak screen by Caruso in the corner and not getting out to the contested shooter. Just terrible from Hero. At the end of the day, obviously, can't get too mad at him because no one else in the team really stepped up. Duncan was hitting his threes. You know, he played his game. Jay Crowder basically stopped hitting at some point in this series. He played. He couldn't mess against the Bucks. Against my books, he was splashing. But he's cold off. He didn't really give anything. Bam. Disappointed. The last two games, you were pretty bad. Didn't see a whole ton of intensity from you tonight. And again, can't go too crazy. You're an amazing getting here. Just disappointed on the performance from tonight and last night. And watching that game. My only hope was in the third quarter, maybe even fourth, I wanted to see Udonis get out there. Come on. You're down 30. Give it a shot. Maybe because... Him doing anything is going to have twice the impact of anyone else. Just in getting y'all hype. Come on. Let him get out there. See if he can just grab a rebound somehow. An offensive rebound. Get a putback. Something. Just put him out there for a few minutes. Take Bam out put him in. Bam wasn't doing anything anyway. You know he's still working hard to stay ready. Just throw him out there. Go down with your heat culture guy. Come on. Been there his whole career. He's, He's probably about to retire now. Let him go out, give him a chance. Give him a, give him a minute, see if he can do anything. Give him some type of chance on the floor. Even though I'm sure he's well aware that his role at this point is a player coach. Basically, just be there as a locker room guy. But in this drastic, difficult situation, probably the end of his career, I wanted them to throw him out there for a minute. Come on, give you Donis a shot. And then Gorin tonight. Oh, man. My voice is almost—I'm almost choking up think, thinking about it, because man's a warrior. He loves the game of basketball. Have y'all seen the videos of him cry, basically crying when he's finally he can't play? It's so sad, man. And I've said before, if he comes back, he's not gonna be the same. Tearing the plantar fascia, man. I've had plantar fasciitis. I don't think it's even as nearly as bad as what he has in, in terms of tearing it. And I know it's something that you're not going to have any type of explosiveness with it. You could still do activities. You know, I was still playing sports and stuff, but it hurt. And I just had, it was so dull. It just hurt. It was such a dull pain. And I just couldn't have any explosiveness to it. And this was years ago when I was a kid. And him as a professional athlete, you could tell. He just, he could not move the way he needed to to play an NBA game. Respect him. Love it that he tried it. Put it out there. The Heat, they gave him a shot, but clearly he didn't have it in him. He just didn't have he just was too hurt. And then none off the bench, played not well, just like everybody else. Can't blame him. No one was playing well for the Heat. That's just all it was. Nobody played well. Duncan played okay, hit his threes, but besides kept them close for the first quarter. And aside from that it was over. The Lakers put the clamps on, said, he all squeaked out the last one. That's the last time. Braun is putting into an it, and it's over. I would have loved to see from the Heat, just them game it that we're going to stop LeBron in AD. And I know you're probably thinking, you can't stop LeBron. You could. You could stop him from scoring. You could say, when he drives, if you're, if you're guarding anyone in the area, you step in front and you guard LeBron. You don't worry about your man. And they didn't do that. LeBron was in transition early, and he was just getting straight to the rim. One guy would stop, everyone else would run out to shooters. My game plan would have been, when in doubt, run to LeBron. If you're not positive that he's getting stopped right now, go run to LeBron. We'll live with Danny Green, Caruso, anybody not named LeBron and Anthony Davis. We'll live with them shooting jumpers and threes all day. And if we get blown out like that, we'll get blown out like that. But we'll triple team and double team LeBron and Anthony Davis and just not guard anybody else. That would have been my game plan, the way the Lakers role players have been playing. They didn't do that. Probably wouldn't have made a difference anyway, the way he played offensively. But I would have liked to see it. The way they played the last minute or two against the Lakers were. Or, yeah, basically just last minute against the Lakers were. <laughs> LeBron is not gonna be you. We'll give Le- Danny Green the shot, but it's not gonna be you. And I wish they tried that for 48 minutes and just gave up wide-open jumpers to everybody else. Maybe still get blown out, but I would love to see it. Double, triple teams every time you put down the bomb got to the rim. And that didn't happen, but they stayed out on shooters. Is what it is, man. The Heat had a great year. No one thought how they would get this far. They might need to even add something because Iguodala is going to be another year older. They're going to need to add another piece if they want to get back and win one. Not a superstar piece. People are talking about superstars might want to go there. If they get superstar piece, then they're really talking. But they don't necessarily need that to have a chance. The way Jim, if Jimmy Pala plays like this like he did in this run, Hero takes another step forward, Duncan takes another step forward, Kendrick Nunn takes a step forward. That's three rookies they were playing. They still got a shot moving forward for sure. Just add another solid solid player to throw out there. Another solid wing. Maybe another big. Just minor minor additions and they could be back and win one. Don't oh, know. It's a better series than I, more exciting series than I thought it would be after Bam and Gorn went down. But I was sad to see it end like this. Would have loved to see more exciting way for it to end, not a blowout. But we got our moments this series. We had a couple great Jimmy and Braun duels, which is more than a lot of people would expect after Game One. It's a fun series. It's been a fun playoffs doing these pods. Now I'm going to have to switch up the content, content because there's going to be no other games to react to. But I'm a content king. I'm going to come back. I'm going to deliver some nice new stuff. Stay ready. Stay tuned. Not going might be every other day now. I just started that one with the finals. It's probably going to be twice a week, about that. And that might take almost a week to get my next one just because I'm switching it up. and I want to get the full play now and all that. But within the week, I'll be back with some new type of stuff. And we'll be right back to it. Good stuff. Talk to me in the comments. Let me know what you thought about this game. Let's discuss. What you what do y'all think about Braun all time? What do you think the Heat should have done differently? What do you think about how far they've gotten? Where they're going moving forward? What the Lakers need to do more moving forward. All that. I haven't thought I haven't even thought about what the Lakers need to do moving forward. Probably gonna need to move around some role players, but let's talk around the comments. Just starting off the question. And then let's discuss. If you made it this far in the video, that's awesome. And if you haven't, subscribe. Do that. But now I'm just chatting. So we out.